Hello, this is Ben Eshmaid and welcome to the King's Place podcast. On this edition, I speak to Jimmy Tenner, a Finnish musician who defies any easy categorization, whose music went from experiments in techno to experiments in rock and now deals with more 60s and 70s jazz, psychedelic soul and African funk. He joined me on the phone. Where are you and what are you up to at the moment? Yeah, I'm in Finland, yeah, middle of nowhere. I like, try to do my um, logo phone, you know, like I cut, I cut a tree and... Try to make some kind of like log marimba out of it, you know. I've done one before, like maybe like five years ago, and, and now I'm doing version two. Because the previous one I had, uh, I, I took the studio in um, in in Berlin. After the session, we we made the barbecue with the wood. You know, <laughs> it's quite a big thing, so you don't want to bring it back in the plane. You know, we use the wood to barbecue some fish. That's amazing. I did see on your on your website you've made a flute. So so making instruments is this is this a new thing? No, I've been making them since like mid eighties already. We've done some like electromechanical drum machines and things like that, and um, some like automatic trombones and things. you know like mostly experimental instruments. It's fun. It's a, like a fun hobby. I presume you you can't bring many of these to London, or, or can you sneak a few of them on the plane? Uh, maybe none of them, you know. Since all the since nine eleven, all this like bringing like self made electronic stuff is could become quite a quite an issue, you know. So the thing that I've been carrying around is this thing called Photophone, which you know it's like a disc where we've exposed like uh, sound waves, and I have a like source of light, and when the light goes through it, I collect the you know the sound waves with a photo sensor. So then I've been using that sometimes, like. Uh, if I would travel with a roadie or something like that, then it would be easier to bring all this stuff. Have you had the chance to play in London much over, over your career? I play, yeah, I played like now and then, like maybe more busy around like 2000 around, and I played quite a lot. I played in, I think the most recent gig I played in London was with Tony Allen. Tony Allen's 70th birthday. I was one of the guests there. That was cool. Are you a saxophone player at heart? Do you think? Yeah, maybe a fl- flute player. You know, that's that's kind of that's my thing. But um, I think I practice a little bit more saxophone than, than flute because it's a bit harder for me. So, but yeah, flute. You know, I studied flute a real long time, and um, I had a good flute teacher when I was a kid. He was the grandson of Sibelius, you know, the composer. He was a very strict guy. And that's exactly what I needed, you know. As a musician, I mean, it's very hard to pin you down. You, or you've even deliberately at the beginning of your career moved very quickly between different kinds of genres, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know why, I, why I've been doing that. I mean, it's, it's definitely not wise if you think about sales and, and, you know, even like gigs because people can't figure out which what kind of club they're supposed to put you in. Um, if I feel like playing this, then I play that. that that kind of style and, and that's it you know if I had a manager who would tell me what to do then I would have probably be um, would be more focused you know if he was in, in some sort of music style I think to a certain extent the world's caught up with you you know in this digital age musicians now it seems more apparent that everyone mixes everything and anything into the music and, and you were doing that obviously a long time before anybody else yeah, I mean, now it's easy to be, you know, if I want to hear, like, uh, some tribal music from, let's say, Ghana, I can do it, you know, just a couple of Google searches, and, and you have, you know, you see the local playing, local people playing in a video, you know, somebody shot with a handy cam, and uh, it's really easy. I, I really like it. Like, but, um, of course, 
maybe maybe one gets too influenced these days. Like uh, a friend of mine, he'd be studying the Turkish flute, the Ghanai flute, and he's been, you know, talking to the Turkish players, and and they don't listen. Some of them don't listen to any other music than their own kind of music because they absolutely don't want to be influenced, you know, because that would ruin their playing. You know, I can I can see that it's a good principle, although it's like total opposite what I've been doing, but I maybe maybe it's a better, better way. Who knows? You're playing as part of a week which celebrates uh, Finnish music, or, you know, fin- Finland. And how do you think, you know, where you are has affected your music? Yeah, well, I, I think it affects a lot, you know. Like, um, it depends on like, how much music you hear in your surroundings and uh, what is what the schools are like, and who's the teacher and things like that. Those are, like, really important things. When I left to to New York, like early nineties, that, that was really good because in New York you you hear music everywhere, and because uh, I really like Latin music, so you hear a lot of lot of the Latin stuff everywhere, and um, I think also people are a little bit more lighthearted about music in like in New York than, for example, in Finland, where it seems to be very kind of serious business, and like in Finland, art music is really highly like uh, valued, which I don't think is necessarily always that good you know if your genre is like pop music you also want to have fun it's not only about if you're too serious then it doesn't work what have you got planned for london what sort of set where where will you draw the music from from recent albums i think i play from many different albums like uh, when i do solo stuff i tend to play quite a bit tracks from the 90s like mid 90s and stuff because that's when I used my electronic equipment, you know, during the noughts or whatever you call it, the 2000. And after that, I did do much more acoustic music. And But now I, I will bring, yeah, definitely like kind of drum machine sequence based thing, you know. Well, it's in November, right? The gig. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't yet know what I'm going to play. I mean, but it's definitely, yeah, like drum machine sequence, you know, like uh, electronic stuff. And then I play endless solos with flute and saxophone. <laughs> You see, when I play alone, I play a lot of solos because I can. You know, no, there's nobody else who wants to say, hey, can I solo now? Nobody's going to ask because I'm there alone. I can play all the solos. That's great. Are you constantly composing? It depends on the time of the year and how many gigs I have. Um, actually, I don't know many people who can do it. Like, If you're on the road, even though you, you, you basically hang around, but but in practice, there's no time to concentrate on on riding, you know. Uh, normally, when there's not much gigs and autumn, autumn time and winter is good, but January and February for for riding because it's the most quiet period of the year. I I really need to go. Like I I normally almost almost entirely ride in the morning, so I might go really early to the studio and start riding. Then it happens just like that. I it, I don't need to like get into any kind of special mood. It's it's already there. And again, going back to, to your music, I mean, the, the thing about it is the fact that it's changing, evolving, and, and it has lots of influences. I mean, w- what influences you today or, or, or at the moment? Yeah, my, my wife listens to a lot of stuff from the, from the 80s, um, all this like, um, post-punk bands. And, you know, like, uh, I don't necessarily always enjoy that music, but since I hear it, you know, like, okay, that's cool. And because um, my kids are listening to, uh, like, Rihanna and... Uh, was the woman with the ass extension, uh, Nicki Minaj, you know. <laughs> so I I know all the, the recent albums by heart, so sooner or later, like it or not. But uh, yeah, if I, listen, if I listen to music on my own, then I, it's, it's a lot of sunrise and things like that. 
like really like out there stuff, a lot of jazz. I go to the library a lot and get a bunch of experimental jazz records. It sounds like you're in a position where you're you're loving what you do, I suppose. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, it's great. Yeah, we did an album, my wife and me, and this thing called Call Jim Enigmatic and um that's this pretty much almost like straightforward house music. Uh, I've been into that kind of stuff recently, like when I write like a little bit more electronic because the last like fifteen years I've been doing most acoustic stuff. Maybe I'm feeling a bit nostalgic about the electronic. Jimmy Tenner plays Hall One as part of the finish line produced by the London International Festival of Exploratory Music on the second of November. Other artists include Vatina, Maria Kalanaimi and Timo Alakatila and Eero Rantala amongst others. I'm Ben Eshmade, and you've been listening to a King's Place podcast. For more details about any of these events, please visit kingsplace.co.uk. Tickets for all events start from just £9.50 online. Thanks for listening.